Material on this program is intended for general information only and should not be taken as specific investment, tax, or legal advice. None of the information contained in this broadcast is intended by the host to be a solicitation for the purchase or sale of any security. Endorsed local provider is an endorsement of customer service only and does not reflect quality of investment decisions and is not connected to investment returns. Further information is available by contacting Richard Young Associates, a registered investment advisor. Security sold through Independent Financial Group, LLC, member of FINRA and SIP. Welcome to Money MD. The money doctors are in the house and giving out prescriptions for better financial health and making smart decisions with your money. We give common sense solutions to your complex problems. I'm Steve Marbert, a certified financial planner and an investment advisor with over 20 years' experience providing financial planning and investment advice. And I'm John Travis. I'm a Dave Ramsey local provider. also have an MBA in finance and have been helping corporations and individuals with planning for over 20 years. And I'm Gordon Leppard, financial advisor with Richard Young Associates. Glad to be here today, guys. Yeah, we all are, and we are excited to have you listen to us today on our weekly radio show. We are right here every Saturday like today from 9 to 10 a.m. You can also go to our website, moneymd.net. We have a link to our podcast, so we have uh, past shows Probably about six months worth, I think, uh, that you can go back and um, and we also have them categorized on the podcast website um, by different topics and so forth. So we, we try to make it easy if you miss a show, which yeah, you can happens pick, sometimes. Pick us up on iTunes, mm-hmm. you know, yep. go straight there. Um, we also have our own uh, <clears throat> uh, link, moneymd.net, on our, our website. As John mentioned, you can listen to us and stream us straight off the website, moneymd.net, as well. Well, guys, um, I think we have a great show lineup for today. Very interesting topics, as usual. Ten great money-saving apps, one of the things we're going to start off with. Um, You know, I mean, it is amazing. I mean, who would have thought ten years ago what you could do with an iPhone today? And uh, you just have these unbelievable apps that are coming out all the time. Yeah, Dave Ramsey just came out with one. Yep, yep. We'll talk about that. Yep. And uh, so we got the 10, 10 great money-saving apps. We update this from time to time. And, um, you know, there are some new ones on here that are just, just really unbelievable apps. So you got to tune in for that. Yeah, that's a good one. Then we're going to follow that up with a, an article um, talking about um, your your nest egg, making sure it doesn't crack, some steps that you can take. And these are very practical steps um, that we, uh, we're going to talk about from the article, but also just reality. Folks that come in our office, it's some of the um, the recommendations that we have coming out. So stick with us on that. It's going to be a good segment. You know, one way to uh, better secure that nest egg is to avoid annoying fees. Mm-hmm. Who likes paying a, uh, those fees? They're annoying. They're annoying. Yeah. You know, and, and, and the fewer of those fees that we can pay, the more money that we have to put toward that retirement nest egg well, yeah. and, you know, other things. Hotels, so. airlines, oh, you know, banks. I mean, they have car up. rentals. Yeah, it adds up. All kinds of stuff. So we're going to talk about how to avoid those. How to avoid those annoying fees. Just don't take vacations. Be a good segment. (laughs) Yeah. Well, no, that's that's not an option. Oh, boy. Travis. (laughs) Got to have our vacation, particularly golf vacations. All right. Well, that leads us up here, though, to our uh, financial fact of the week. Yeah. um, For the listeners out there that don't know this name, I'm going to give a little background. His name is Bill Gross. Pretty uh, pretty famous guy in the financial industry. He started or co-founded uh, a mutual fund called PIMCO, a specific investment management uh, company that managed about $270 billion, with a B, um, in, in money, uh, mainly bonds. 
He has a net worth of about two point three billion dollars. So, wow, that's a little d- bit dude has done well. Yeah. Um, you know, very very well. Very very smart guy. So when he talks in the industry, you know, a lot of times people listen and think that he knows exactly what he's talking about. Well, that's not always the case. And um, we talk about on this show, you can't look at headlines and make decisions off of it. This is a perfect example. This is from uh, Time Magazine, and um, back in two thousand twelve, there was an article that was titled "Why Stocks." Are dead, and it uh, documented the gloomy forecast that uh, Bill Gross had given, um, you know, to Time in that article, and um, basically said that you know not going to make a lot of returns in the markets and so forth. Well, from that point to about two and a half years later, the S and P five hundred had gained fifty eight percent. Yeah, he just missed it by a little bit. Just a little just bit. A I hair. mean, he came so now, close. Do you think that advice might have been slanted a little because of such a heavy holding in bonds? I, I don't know. I don't know. So, but I mean, I don't. I don't know either. I'm just asking. Yeah, I mean, he's a great bond fund manager. Could, could you be, know? but people trying to predict the market. I don't care how smart you are. Nobody can predict it. Period. And exactly. so, people will call us up and say, "Well, I see this article, and you know, it, it sounds logical as you're reading it, but they have no clue. So, don't make decisions based on headlines. Yeah, and the fact is the stock market is a leading economic indicator. Yeah, we so, talk about that. So all the junk you're looking at in the news, that's already in the price. The market is what it leads the economy mm-hmm. and it changes and can kind of helps drive the economy. So trying to predict it based on the economy or on history or things that you're seeing today, it is totally useless. Yeah, I mean, it is. You, you really have to diversify and not try to time it. That's right. Very and bull good. markets can go for 15 years or they can go for, you know, two years. Yeah. And you just never know. So don't don't try to predict it. Exactly. All right. Great financial fact of the week. And that leads up to our first topic here. And that is 10 great money saving apps. Um, you know, guys, I mean, who would have thought 10 years ago even that it, it would, that the smartphone would be as useful as it is today and such an integral part of our lives? I mean, you can do. You know, just amazing things with a smartphone. So if you have a smartphone, any kind of mobile device or tablet, it can be your ticket to saving a lot of money. So all you have to do is to download these free apps that can help you get the best prices on products, services, earn cash back, gift cards for purchases, and and track your spending so you won't go over budget. A mobile phone is kind of like the Swiss Army knife for saving money nowadays, with the right app, you can do some amazing things with it. So here are 10 great mobile apps that won't cost you a dime and will help you save money every single day. <clears throat> One of those I'm going to start with here is kind of a audible I'm going to throw in here is the Walmart app. Um, our family uses this. This is an amazing app. You know, because you could after you, if you shop at Walmart, which we've already established is one of the cheapest places mm-hmm. yeah. in the world to shop, especially to get cheap toilet paper. True, true, mm-hmm. but also for <laughs> all your groceries. Okay, <laughs> Kathy shops there. She scans her receipt in her mobile phone on the way out of the store. It automatically checks all the competitors in the area. It will match prices, and then it it, it stores savings on on. Uh, on her account. So we have like $112 since, you know, the last six months. That's cool. That's accumulated on there. I mean, it's free money, you know, so it pays you to use the app. That's pretty amazing. Next one here on the list, though, is GoodRx. It'll compare prices of prescription drugs at pharmacies <clears throat> near you. Online, you can find the best deal with this app um, for, you know, any basically any device. GoodRx 
received high marks from Consumer Reports, also offers coupons for saving tips to help cut the cost of prescription drugs, and, you know, it does a lot more things, too. Yeah, that's Pretty a good cool. one. Um, the next one here on the list is called I- Ibota. Uh, it's I-B-O-T-T-A. And uh, this app helps you score rebates when you shop. So um, you can check the list of products with available rebates. You can click on the ones you want to buy um, and then complete a short task, such as, like, watching a video, maybe taking a poll. Um, you know, you purchase the products and you scan your receipt, um, kind of like you use your loyalty card at a at a checkout um, counter. And, um, you know, if it's a partner with uh, Ibotta, uh, you can redeem the rebates, usually about $0.25 cents, um, per transaction. And you can then transfer your earnings to PayPal uh, once you've earned about 5 bucks, um, or you can get a gift card once you've earned $2. So, again, another way to, to save some save some dollars. I like it. Yeah, that sounds like a good one. I haven't tried that one. Um, but one I have tried here is Kayak. Um, it's one of my favorites, and it's an online source for cheap airfares, travel. Um, you know, it can find the best prices on flights, but also hotel rooms, rental cars. You can get price alerts for hotels and flights through this app. <clears throat> it's available for pretty much any kind of device. Another one here is called Keyring. With this app, you don't have to carry all those silly um, loyalty cards from retailers. <laughs> yeah. You know, why, my wife has a bunch of these on her on her key rings. The reason why I, I call it silly, you know, it's almost too many on the gym membership, you know, and, and all the, the library card and, you know, all the different types of Kroger cards and things like that. Now, this app will scan those. It will store them in there, and then all you have to do is bring your your iPhone to the counter and scan your iPhone um, with this app. It'll show it to you, and then it also uh, will get you your your loyalty program discounts and rewards. It'll let you search for coupons in more than thirteen thousand different retailers and brands. Um, you can browse browse exclusive weekly sales and add items to your shopping list. Well, and then we've got another one called Last Minute Travel. So if you go to lastminutetravel.com, this is a, a relatively new app, and um, you can access to so you get access to wholesale prices for hotels in more than 150 countries and flights from 175 different carriers. It also offers discounts on theme parks, sporting events, and similar activities. Uh, despite the name, the wholesale rates are available at any time. So it's not for just last-minute bookings, but you can also go there and find good prices anytime. Yeah, I mean, we recently did a comparison of, of hotels in Atlanta, Boston, Chicago, and found their prices are typically lower by, you know, 10 to as much as $100 or more. Wow, that's pretty um, good savings. Yeah, compared to Hotels.com and Expedia and Priceline, so... You know, it's it's a great tool. Um, and I mean, if you're retired and you have a flexible schedule too, I mean, that's that's a great thing. Yeah, hey, let's just go on a trip. Exactly. Yeah, my kind of retirement. I like it. <laughs> yeah. Another one here is called uh, uh, Mint.com. I mean, people are familiar with this because we talk mm-hmm. about it a lot. Mm-hmm. If you're listening to this show, I mean, it's a great personal finance website that help you track your spending, stick to a budget. You can link your personal accounts to this app. Um, it'll automatically track and categorize your transactions to show you where your money's going and pinpoint ways to save. You can receive alerts whenever you're over your budget, or if you have fees that are coming out, it'll send you alerts for that. I mean, it's a pretty amazing app. So, um, you know, that's another great one. Okay, we'll continue this when we come back from the break. But if you have questions, you can email us at info at moneymd.net. 
or you can give us a call at Richard Young Associates, 706-739-0725. You're listening to Money MD. We'll be right back at these messages. Welcome back to Money MD, where the money doctors are in the house. I'm Steve Marbert, a certified financial planner, and I'm here with John Travis, who is a Dave Ramsey local provider, and Gordon Leppard, who is a financial advisor at Richard Young Associates. And we are going to continue our discussion here before the break about the 10 great money-saving apps. Actually, we have more than 10 because we've added yes, we a do. few to the list yep. here. I mean, there's an endless number. I mean, there must be millions of apps now. I, I don't know how many there are, but someone's coming out with one every probably minute. It probably. So. I mean, there's got to be hundreds a day that are coming out because I hear about them all the time. And they're just, you know, everybody has an app. But they're amazing. I mean, they can do things that you could never even conceive of 15 mm-hmm. years ago or 10 years ago <clears throat> with an iPhone. Um, it's really amazing. I use my iPhone for like a level, you know, on, mm-hmm. uh, I mean, you can use it for, you know, measuring things. I mean, it's just, it's just really unbelievable. Compass, you know, tell you which direction you're at. GPS, of course. I mean, everybody knows those kind of things. But these are apps that will help you save money, and that's what we're talking about here. I mean, there are apps like the Walmart app where you can scan your receipt, and they'll automatically compare prices and give you the difference. And we've saved 112 bucks over the last six months on that. I mean, it's just free money, um, you know, because we do shop at Walmart a good bit because they are a cheap place to shop. Mm-hmm. And then there's, uh, you know, GoodRx we talked about where it'll compare uh, prices for prescription drugs um there's kayak which is a great one for airfares and travel key ring to get rid of all those uh loyalty cards so you can just have them all stored on your phone um last minute travel gordon talked about so you know it's just a great website to get discounts from carriers particularly the last minute deals <clears throat> and then mint.com you know it's a personal finance app that'll help you keep track of your budget um and that's an amazing app i've been using that for years <clears throat> And it'll tell you how much you're over budget. It'll revise your budget and tell you what your average has been. You know, each month it automatically downloads your credit card transactions and your bank account transactions. And it's free. That's the great thing. It's Mm -hmm. free. So it helps you save money, and it's free. Another one here is called Red Laser. Um, You can use this app when you're shopping to scan barcode items, find out if they're selling for less at other retailers or online. And it also knows where you're at, right? So if you allow it to, and so it can compare prices for uh, the same item at stores around you and tell you how far they are from you. Um, So it's really an amazing app. Um, Will help you find, you know, the lowest price in your area, and you can do the math and figure out whether it's worth driving to another retailer to uh, to better do that. Red Laser. Yeah, that's a good one. Then you got another one here. um, It's called Retail Me Not. Uh, this app has thousands of coupons from a long list of retailers, and uh, you basically simply show the cashier at, at the checkout to get the savings. So you're showing them your iPhone. It's very easy to use. You can search for coupons by store or by category, such as clothing or electronics, uh, or you can just peruse um, the day's hot deals. You can also sign up to get these alerts when the, there are deals at nearby stores. So it's you know that GPS tracking on these phones 
I mean, it is so linked in to the functionality of some of these apps. So you got to make sure you have that turned on. That's definitely a good one. Uh, we, we've used that one quite a few times. Instead yeah. of buying an appetizer, you check that app, especially at restaurants. There, there's They usually have something just about anywhere. Mm-hmm. That's a good idea. I never thought of it for restaurants. That's a great idea. It is. We've used it a lot at restaurants. Yeah, I mean, that's my kind of coupons, too, where you don't have to go and carry, cut out things. Absolutely. And, it's I mean, just it's right just there. Right there. Boom. You just search for it and say, I'm right here in Applebee's or wherever I'm at, and mm-hmm. boom, comes right up. That's great. Another one here is called Shop Kick. <clears throat> um, you can earn points, known as kicks. That can that you can redeem for gift cards when you use this app at participating retailers such as Best Buy, Macy's, Old Navy, Target. Simply activate the app at the store the time you walk in. It, it does that automatically for you because um, it knows where you're at. And then you can collect even more points when you scan products um, or make purchases. Um, you can link it to your MasterCard, Visa uh, to earn additional points on qualifying purchase. So even when you walk in the store, you get points in this thing. It's pretty amazing. Then another one I like is called Waze. Uh, this one pertains to travel. If you're on the road a lot, you can save time and money with this app. It provides real-time traffic information uh, that's contributed by users, uh, so you can find the best routes and avoid backups. So you don't have to waste gas. You can also use ways uh, to find cheap gas as well and um, compare gas prices along the way. So this is a this is a great app, especially if you're on the road. Yeah, like that's that. kind of like Gas Buddy, which is yeah. another oh, one yeah. of my that's favorites, right. which, you know, gives you the lowest gas prices anywhere, you know, in your app. Yeah, we also talked about in the intro, Dave Ramsey has a new app. It's called Every Dollar. Um, it's just a budgeting tool. Probably kind of like Mint, you know, similar. Yep. Um, uh, it has Dave's categories and very easy to use. I've, I've been out there and checked it out. So it that's is. something you may want to look at. Very user-friendly. Yeah, I mean, uh, Kathy uses Kind the Kindle app and Overdrive or a couple more that she uses. That allows you to check out books at the library for free. Hmm. So, you know, so you can go to the library and never leave your chair. And you can do it right there off these apps and check out a book and you can, you know, download the book and read it. And, wow. <clears throat> yeah, yeah, I mean, it's just pretty amazing. <laughs> and then there's um, Bank of America. You know, you can scan checks. You can pay bills online in seconds, check your balances, check your activity, which you should be doing weekly anyway in this age of ID theft and hacking. Um, so they're just an endless list of apps here that you can use on your smartphone you know, there's Golf Now, TripAdvisor, Jet Setter, Yelp. I mean, there's a bunch of them that we haven't talked about here, which are great apps. Right at your fingertips, <clears throat> save big money. Um, you can use that money to fund your Roth IRA or yeah. take more vacations. So, <laughs> you know, you, you want to use your your smartphone. It's the most powerful tool you have at your disposal right there in your pocket or your purse um, for saving money on a daily basis. So. All right, great topic, and good that segment. leads us up. Go ahead. No, I was just saying good segment there. Yeah, it really is. It leads us up to our question of the week. Yeah, this question is about um, the uh, amount of mortgage that a couple can um, can buy. And, and so here's the, here's the question. My wife and I bring home about $4,000 after taxes each month. So that's what they're bringing into their checking account after paying you know federal taxes and medical and all that. So the question is, is how much can I afford? Um, and it's a great question. And so the answer is for we recommend 15-year mortgage, as obviously Dave Ramsey does as well. Um, you know, you can afford about a $175,000 mortgage. So let me go through the math on that. Um, if you do one hundred seventy-five, we recommend putting 20% down. 
right, which is going to be about $35,000, that would leave you with a $140,000 mortgage balance. That payment on a 15-year mortgage is about $1,000 a month or 25% of your take-home pay. So 25% of the take-home pay is kind of the target. If you back into the numbers, it turns out to be about $175,000 is what they can afford. Yeah, and 25% is the key there. I mean, that is. is kind of the limit. Okay, and but it depends on other debt too, and and I mean you know if you have a lot of other debt, you shouldn't even have twenty five percent of your well of your of your income after tax income that's a good as point. a mortgage payment. And banks will actually lend you more than that. They but will from a from a lifestyle and being able to live and save and give and so forth. You know, twenty five percent is a very good target. It is a very good target, and, and I would just say, I mean, the key here is you have to resist. You know, upsizing your house and getting a 30-year mortgage. Mm-hmm. Everybody wants to do that, and they think that that's just the way it's done, and it's no big deal. 30-year mortgage, 15-year mortgage, what's the difference? Well, we went through the math of that just the other week here on the show, and the math is unbelievable. I mean, you know, you will pay I – I can't even remember the numbers, but you will pay hundreds of thousands of dollars more on a lot of mortgages – over the 30 years than mm-hmm. you will over 15 years. And that's money that can be used toward your retirement. Yeah. And it will make a huge difference in your retirement. And a lot of times you'll hear people say, well, I'm going to get a 30 and pay it off in 15. And, you know, I hear Dave in my in my mind saying, well, 15 years pays off every time in 15 years. 30 does not. It never and does. so most time there are always there are other expenses from kids to whatever comes along that makes you not pay it off in 15 or even 20 years. You know, he kind of sums that up by saying life happens. Yeah, that's right. And it does, you know, it does. I've never seen anybody take out a 30 year mortgage and pay it off in 15. Yeah, no, I haven't I've either. Listen to dozens of people, maybe even hundreds say that they wanted to do that over the last 20 years and that they plan to do that. But I've never seen anybody accomplish it. Yeah. Plus, the 15-year the is a lower interest rate. That's right. I mean, right that's one now, way you save interest. Right now, it's about a half percent. Yeah. That's huge. Yeah, it makes a huge difference over time. Yeah. I mean, you take a half percent on $200,000 mortgage, that's $1,000 a year mm-hmm. that you save in interest alone just by by the interest rate alone. So, you know, you got to do that. Um, <clears throat> you know, I hate the, the labor of the question here, but... You got to get the 15 year mortgage. You got to get rid of all other debt, and then you got to pay your stinking house off in 15 years. Yeah, you got to be done with it. Yep. Once and for all, and don't don't upsize. Don't don't get another refi and and keep stretching it out so you can upgrade the house in 15 years. You save your mortgage payment so that you can add to the house and and do your addition or your upgrade that you plan to do after 10 or 15 years. You'll have the money to do it. Yep. So get it paid off. All right, great question. That leads up to our break here. But if you have questions, you can email us at info at moneymd.net or give us a call, 706-739-0725. You're listening to MoneyMD. We'll be right back after these messages and Gina. Welcome back to Money MD, where many doctors are in the house. I'm Steve Marbert, a certified financial planner, and I'm here with John Travis, who is a Dave Ramsey local provider, and Gordon Leppard, who is a financial advisor at Richard Young Associates. 
And we are continuing our show here with um, a new topic, and that is protest protecting your nest egg. You know, how do you do that, protecting your nest egg so it doesn't crack? Um, you know, it's a great article here. Um, Some people are protesting their nest egg isn't big enough. <laughs> protesting their <laughs> nest egg. Well, it's you will be if you don't follow these steps to, right. to make sure it's big enough. That's the key. Yeah, there's no doubt. You know, there's there are a lot of Americans out there, guys. And this article comes from CNBC, and it's a, it's a really good um, sound um, article, and, and we'll kind of add some, some flavor to it as we go through it. But, you know, a lot of Americans have spent too much and really saved too little. And, you know, the traditional pension plans out there have really gone the way of the uh, the, the typewriter. I was going to say the dinosaur. <laughs> yeah. I ask my kids if they know what a typewriter is, and they're like, They look at you funny. really. What is that? Are the hand-cranked uh, window in your car. Yeah, that's Remember right. that? My kids, they have an old car, and, and uh, my uh, kids saw that. Um, no, it's not our car. It's my brother's car. And they were like, oh, these are so cool, man. What are these, like, crank things on the doors? <laughs> you know? Yeah. That's, yeah. So, so pension plans are kind of like that. Yeah, and they are. We, there are a lot of people in this area, in the CSRA, that do have pension plans. And, I, you know, they know that they're blessed and fortunate to have that. And I reiterate that because it's, it's going away. I mean, it's just not, it's not happening anymore. You know, when you look at the median 401K balance um, for a two-person household, um, for those folks uh, nearing retirement age, um, it's about $111,000. That's according to the Center for Research, Retirement Research at Boston College. And for some people, they may say, well, that's a lot of money. And, and it is. It's a reasonable amount. But it only equates to about $400 per month during retirement. And that, that assumes a 4% withdrawal rate. Um, so that's not a not a big balance. Um and so to make matters worse, half of today's private sector workers don't have any employer-sponsored retirement plan at their current jobs. They don't have a way to save. Now, obviously, there are other things out there like Roth IRAs, and they can save in traditional IRAs as well. Um, but, you know, many of us will need more income during retirement than did previous generations due to longer life expectancies and also rising health care costs. And also, we just mentioned not having a pension plan. So, um, there's some issues out there in the retirement system that we see, and we're going to get to a couple of uh, solutions here in a minute, but some more data. Yeah, exactly. Um, this guy, Anthony Webbs, a senior research economist at the Center for Research, Retirement Research at Boston College. He says, you know, the fundamental problem when it comes to retirement is that people don't have much in the way of savings. Um, he says a solution to that is to have a boatload of money. <laughs> Yeah. Well, that sounds yeah, easy. That sounds easy. Done. I would say the solution, yeah. though, usually is to have no debt and to have a budget. Mm-hmm. Um, that would be fund. my answer to it. But yeah, I mean, having a boatload of money helps, and so you got it. You got to have some good savings, no doubt. To doubt about that. So the question is, how do you acquire a boatload of money for retirement? Well, Tell with, us, Gordon. yeah, with I wish I knew. I wish it was just that easy yeah, to snap right. your fingers. But you know, if, if you're off track when it comes to retirement savings, the obvious solution is to begin stashing away a huge percentage of your income, Webb said. But, you know, for many people, especially in their 40s or 50s, that's the equivalent to pulling the, the emergency cord and bringing a speeding train to a grinding halt. You know, that is that is tough to do, Yeah. you know, because you're already used to a certain type of lifestyle, and so that, that can be pretty drastic for most people. That's right. So we have some ideas here to kind of go through, and the first one is is um, to go to Staples and buy one of those red, um, that was easy, 
Boat, oh yeah, yeah. yeah boatload of That'd money. Be good. So that's yeah. Well, you got to start with a canoe load of the money. The easy okay. button. They call it. That's the easy button. The easy button. There yeah. I wish retirement was easy, but it's just not. It's no, just it's not. not. But it takes discipline. From a practical um, standpoint, the first uh, thought is is delay retirement. I mean, this seems very easy and obvious, but it's a very very powerful step. I mean, retire- retirement planning experts say it behooves us to resist the temptation to call it quits in our early sixties. Um, you know, unless you have a really physically taxing job, but if you can put off retirement, it has several potential benefits. It means more time to save and invest, um, and for better or worse, a shorter life expectancy during retirement. But, um, you know, if you can work longer for many people, that will be a more palatable solution than saving a crazy percentage of your salary. Now we'll say the stats that we see is people plan on working longer, and a lot of times they don't. They're not able to. That's right. So that's this is you got to be careful here. But delaying retirement by a couple of years um, can certainly help. The, the longer that you wait, the bigger your payments would be from Social Security. Every year that you wait, it's about 8%. So if you can delay to age 70, you would get about 76% more per month than if you began drawing at age 62. I mean, that's, yeah, a, that's a huge difference. That is a very sizable difference in someone's, you know, potentially in someone's situation. So many people draw Social Security early, figuring they may not live long enough to make a, a higher monthly payout worth the wait. But, um, you know, those calculations can be problematic. No one knows exactly when you're going to die. But, you know, we do planning, um, you know, for our clients for Social Security. When's the optimal time to, to withdraw? Sometimes it is at 62 Sometimes it says you ought to wait until full retirement age, which is 66 or maybe even 67. So, you know, you might die before your life expectancy. And if you do and you've claimed early, uh, you made the right call. And, and congratulations, right? <laughs> you made the right call. You but, win. <laughs> that's right. But you also have to plan on long life expectancies in general. I mean, that's a more conservative way to, um, to plan. Yeah, I mean, de- delaying retirement is a, is a hard pill to swallow for a lot of people. It is. Yeah. And as we mentioned many times before, you, you can't guarantee that you're going to be able to work that long. So, you know, you, sometimes you have to maybe redefine retirement would be the second one here on their list. And that would be um, to maybe, you know, work part time or something like that. I mean, retirement used to be the reward for 40 years of drudgery. Um, you know, folks would die shortly after they retired. But that's not really the case anymore. I mean, many of us will spend a couple decades in retirement which gives us a ample opportunity to, um, you know, engage the, the world and, and do a lot of things, uh, rewarding activities in retirement. But for many people, it might entail some type of post-retirement work. And part-time work can't allow retirees to, to put off tapping their nest eggs, drawing down their savings more slowly, um, you know, maybe delaying Social Security, as we just talked about, uh, would certainly help. And so, you know, those who are self-employed also are eligible for some tax deductions, and they yeah. can continue to make Roth IRA contributions. So I think delaying, you know, reti- by working part-time, redefining retirement yeah. is a good way to go. Yeah, and I know we have those conversations with, with clients as we help them make that decision. And, and a lot of times I call it a, a phase two. So phase one is working 50 hours a week and, you know, traveling and so forth. Phase two may be, you know, 20 hours a week. And maybe you're in a different um, career, but you're not – as stressed, you still have some money coming in. You can delay pulling money out of your retirement plan. So, um, I think that is a um, that's a reasonable option as well. Phase two. Yeah, um, another option that this article mentions is you could you could look into buying an immediate annuity and hedging some of those risks. Uh, you'll outlive 
uh, your assets. Immediate annuities, sometimes called income or payout annuities, are pretty straightforward. You know, basically you hand over a lump sum of money to an insurance company and in return for a guaranteed regular payment for a certain period of time, uh, like 10 or 20 years, or sometimes until you die, you receive these payments. So the payments in most cases are fixed. Some provisions uh, may have a cost of living adjustments, but you really, really got to pay close, close attention to the fine print there and, and see what it says. So remember, uh, remember that you're not just investing for the next five years but you're investing for 20 or more in mm-hmm. some cases mm-hmm. you know so that's very important to, to think about whenever you're choosing these type of investments yeah you know another thing here that we talk about frequently guys is is not ignoring inflation and interest rate risk i mean one of the biggest dilemmas uh, many older americans face is how to invest their savings it's important to keep in mind that investments carry risk um you know and there's you know, it's okay to take some stock market risk to help counter uh, the possibility of inflation. I think back in, I heard a stat recently, back in in, uh, in 2000, uh, milk was going for about $2.39. And, you know, recently it's going upwards of 4 bucks. So inflation happens, and you need to need to count on it. I think one of the, um, you know, the things that retirees do a lot of times is they jump through hoops to generate more income. They get, sometimes get into riskier uh, investments, and they, they take more risk than what they realize. And, you know, another alternative is to have that long-term perspective, do some diversification. Uh, one of the things that we spend a lot of time with folks on is, is planning, um, just kind of setting that plan in place, not only from a budget standpoint, but also an income standpoint. Where's your income going to come from? You know, you have some different levers in Social Security. You can wait to take it. Um, some people have pensions, which is great. Uh, you know, if you can pay your mortgage off that helps you as well so the planning piece of of what we do and what we see out there is is very important to help people make the right decisions yeah i think that's really the key if you have you know five or ten years to retirement um, and you're not already you know there where you have to retire if you can do a little planning you can budget hard you got those years where the kids are out of the house it's time to hit it hard i mean mm-hmm. you can save hard and you know figure out where your goals are and, and what you can do and get the mortgage paid off, as you mentioned, John. I mean, that's really the key to setting yourself up for retirement, to go in there with a decent amount of money saved, um, with no no debt, you know, have a budget, know what you spend. Um, you can have a very, very successful retirement and not have to do some of the things we talked about, like working part-time. Yeah, and if you need some help with what we're talking about, just give us a call. We'll be more than happy to sit down with you and put some clarity on it. Exactly. Okay, well, that leads up to our break here. But if you have questions, you can email us at info at moneymd.net or give us a call, 706-739-0725. You're listening to Money MD. We'll be right back after these messages. Welcome back to Money MD, where the money doctors are in the house. I'm Steve Marbert, a certified financial planner, and I'm here with John Travis, who is a Dave Ramsey local provider, and Gordon Leppard, who is a financial advisor at Richard Young Associates. And we are um, going to start off here with the prescription of the week. Yeah, I had a, uh, a client come in a couple of uh, months ago and um, said they had um, decided to teach an FPU class. Dave Ramsey has a uh, it's called Financial Peach University. It's nine weeks. 
cool thing is, is about three years earlier when I first met them, um, they were really energetic and really like Dave and so forth. And I recommended them to consider taking the class and then in the future teach it as well. So they took me up on that about three years later. But, um, you know, if you're listening to this and you have a passion for finance, um, somebody needs to hear the FPU message, uh, whether it's in sure. your church or work or um, you know, just a local, you know, uh, organization, uh, people need to hear his message. It's a great message. Um, so think about teaching it. You know, yeah. I, I had a buddy call me the other day on my cell phone and, and he started asking me several questions and he was talking about getting his mortgage more in line and getting a 15 year and everything like that. And I'm thinking in the back of my mind, okay, he's, he's called on to Dave somewhere. And then he said, yeah. Hey, I've been reading some Dave stuff. I've gobbled some of his, you know, several of his books up here lately. And he said he's just he's got a great approach. Yeah, right. So good. You know, that's that's neat to see that come full circle. Yeah, right. Right there. All right. That's great. Great prescription of the week. And that leads up here to our last topic, and that is how you can avoid the annoying fees out there that we run into every single day somewhere. They're all around us. I mean they it's are. almost like air. You know, every everyone has their story about uh an outrageous fee that was triggered by an otherwise ordinary transaction. And sometimes the pitch or the add-on is just slid in there, you know, ever so smoothly, just regular in the regular conversation while you're taking care of the paperwork. And before you know it, bam, you know, there's there's this this fee or something triggered it, you know, in one of your accounts and you just did not realize it. Uh, but, you know, say perhaps you, you arrive at the airport only to learn that your carry-on bag is too big and then you're forced to pay an additional hundred dollars to check it in or you know inadvertently you overdrew in your checking account by a few dollars and got dinged with a say a 35 dollar uh fee by your bank or you know you're on that vacation that we're talking about and your hotel was kind enough to tack on that resort fee uh <laughs> sometimes up to 50 dollars a night to cover all the amenities so Ouch. you know yeah. there's fees all over the place uh but we've got some good news for you today. While you can't avoid all the fees, you can sidestep plenty of them with some foresight and exactly. with some planning, you know, uh, by using some of the apps that you mentioned earlier, Steve. Those are those are great ways um, to help save on some money. Uh, and then, you know, some of the tips that we're going to share with you can save you hundreds, sometimes thousands of dollars. So, Steve, get us started here. People, they love to travel and spend money on vacation. Where can they start saving? Yeah, let's jump right into it. The first one here on the list is hotels. They have cancellation and, you know, check-in fees. Um, you could get socked with a cancellation fee if you change your plans at the last minute. Hilton, Marriott, they impose, you know, a penalty equal to one night stay if you cancel on the day that you're planning to arrive. Um, some hotels require more than 24 hours notice if you get your your reservation through an alternate website like expedia yeah, oh yeah. sometimes it's longer oh. than a day it's not well, last minute like and that. some of them are locked in exactly you know, some of those are, are prepays non-refundable some of the prepays exactly. you know and some of those fees they can run you as much as 20 dollars or more uh and if you leave your bags at the front with the concierge you know you'll get hit with more fees there sometimes there's a luggage storage fee so you know they're, they're tiny fees that, that tend to add up so but there are ways to to um to avoid them yeah, exactly and the way you do that i mean one of them is to check the fine print obviously when you're making a reservation don't just fly through all the reservation you know confirmation stuff you have to look at the fine print and see what the cancellation fees are most hotels offer different rates for the same room and so if you get a higher price room option it'll give you more flexibility so you got to know what you're buying um, if you think you may also need to change your plans, you know, agreeing to pay for more may be your best bet. 
Um, also, I mean, book directly on their site if possible. You know, don't go through an alternate site like Expedia or Travelocity if you can avoid it because you'll have more flexibility if you book on the site. Um, you know, so if you if you um, have a solid reason to check in or check out of the hotel outside of normal hours or to cancel your reservation, you know, say it's because of a flight delay is right. one way to do it. Right. Um, we're not saying lie, but, you know, if that's the real reason, you certainly want to speak up. I mean, request that the fee be waived because they will waive fees sometimes if you just ask them. And sometimes it's just as easy as asking, you know, and it, it never hurts to ask. And speaking of hotels, what what are some other fees we might be able to avoid there, John? Yeah, they're uh, resort fees. You mentioned it uh, earlier. These things cover you know staples such as uh, concierge service, the fitness room, um, some other activities. Uh, and like you said, it can be fifty bucks a night. So if you're staying seven days, it's three hundred and fifty dollars. And a lot of times the fees, you know, can be found in hotels in, in Las Vegas or you know fancy beach destinations, and they usually don't show up in the advertised rates in certain hotels. Um, they still levy fees of up to $20 a day for Wi-Fi access or charge extra if you'd like faster speed. So they're marketing to you. They, they know what you want. Well, and, and when you're inside the hotel, especially in your room, whatever you do, be careful around the refrigerator and the bis- <laughs> gift basket areas. Yeah. I mean, do not touch them. You know, if if you rearrange the contents of the fridge to hold uh, that are holding your drinks, sometimes sensors may be tripped. I mean, seriously, some some yep, of these I've high-end that. resorts, that's, that's unbelievable, isn't it, Steve? I've, I've seen it. You know, I've some of these it. things are, are set up like Fort Knox so that if you rearrange things, that could that could cost you, you know, a few dollars all the way up to 30 bucks sometimes. So just, I guess, don't, don't move them. Yeah, and don't assume that bottle of water that they've given to you so nicely, you know, that's right, that it could cost you five bucks or more. So uh, they've got it set up. All right, all right. Well, um and here, here's a couple ways that you can avoid some of those fees or, or at least know their uh, their arrangements there in the rooms. You can visit a website called um, resortfeechecker.com to look up the fees at these hotels that you're considering. If any are unacceptable or unavoidable, just simply consider another ho- hotel. You may be able to uh, bypass some of the fees by joining a loyalty program uh, or booking directly, like you said, Steve, at the website. Especially if you're a frequent guest, you should uh, try speaking with the manager about wiping away the fees. If you don't have the complimentary in-room Wi-Fi, see if they offer it downstairs, like in the lobby or the business center. Ask the front desk to remove you know, certain fees. So. One fee that you're probably going to be stuck with, though, uh, if you're packing more than two adults in a room, you know, is going to be that extra person fee that that you get charged with per night. So, you know, that's that's something that you can't really, really avoid. But, you know, when we're talking about traveling, we're we're heading to the friendly skies. Right, Steve? Yeah, exactly. Um, Another one here on the list is airline baggage, which um, I'm having to deal with here in the next week. Oh, yeah. We go on vacation. Yeah, I mean, air travelers are all too familiar with the $25 fee each way. Check a bag when you fly domestically. And, you know, additional bags range from $35 up to $200 for a fourth bag. An overweight bag could run you another $50 to $200 more. So, you know, uh, the talk, uh, taking the bag fee to extremes, I mean, there's airlines like Frontier and, and Sprint, uh, Spirit, um, you know, airlines who charge anywhere from 100 to $10 to $100 to bring a carry-on bag, depending on how um, and when you pay the fee. You know, if the gate agent deems that you're 
uh, you have an oversized carry-on, you may have to pay a hefty fee to check it at the gate. I mean, Spirit charges a hundred bucks to check your bag at the gate. They, Ouch! Is that excess fee, baggage fee? Is that on the person or is that on the luggage? I guess that's on the Talking luggage. about the bag? Yeah, really? Baggage. That's right. It should charge on the person. There, I know. Yeah, I've heard about them ta- charging careful. on... Um, careful. You're a big guy. I know. That's what I'm worried about. <laughs> They're going to make you something on scale. Well, <laughs> you know... Six, what, three. Yeah, you're, you're 200 pounds plus. Yeah, big guy. Well, you know, one thing you can do is do a little homework before you go on your trip, you know. Uh there are several websites in different places. Check their website thoroughly for one, or you can go to smarttravel.com, and uh, that'll show you many of the um, many of the airlines' policies, and it'll, it'll let you know more about about the the fees that are associated there. Yeah, you also yeah. have um, some airline some additional fees, right? Booking fees. Yeah, I recently flew, and they had um, uh, they have now a comfort section that apparently has more economy economy comfort. Yeah, economy another comfort four, and four and inches. It's yeah, up at the front of the plane, so there's fees everywhere. Yeah, they are. There are. They don't let you take the uh, you know all the the seats. They have the preferred seats, mm-hmm. and you know that's not the, first class we're talking about either. No, it's, no, it's economy it's comfort. Ahead, it's in the cattle so you, section, kind of like in the middle. If you stuff, just have yeah. long legs, you got to almost book that. They'll give you another seats. inch or something. Yeah. <laughs> Another couple inches. So there's a lot of different fees out there. Um, yeah, I mean, and, you know, the hotels, there's parking fees associated with that. Um, so you got to check that out and know what the parking situation Car rentals, is. Car GPSs. I mean, the list goes on and on and on. Yeah, yeah we'll, we'll probably expound on, you know, some more uh, of fee-avoiding tactics and, and strategies here in the next several shows or, or whatnot, you sure. know, especially since we're right here around vacation time. Yeah, and we know. like talking about vacation so exactly. much. Exactly. It's a good topic, though. All right. Well, this has been this week's edition of Money MD. Tune in next Saturday from 9 to 10 a.m. to hear more prescriptions for your financial health. And do check us on our website, moneymd.net, where you can email us your questions there. We would love to hear from you. You can also listen to our podcast there right off the website if you missed a show. Um, and give us a call, Richard Young Associates. You can get, get us at 706-739-0725. Thanks for listening. Have a great weekend. Have a good one. Material on this program is intended for general information only and should not be taken as specific investment, tax, or legal advice. None of the information contained in this broadcast is intended by the host to be a solicitation for the purchase or sale of any security. Endorsed local provider is an endorsement of customer service only and does not reflect quality of investment decisions and is not connected to investment returns. Further information is available by contacting Richard Young Associates, a registered investment advisor. Securities sold through Independent Financial Group, LLC, member of FINRA and SIPC. So if I